on the Spencer's of Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, a man who's second to none, Derek McCaw! This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting from apparent lawn safe house number two. That is correct. Indeed. The deuce. (laughs) Okay. And it is Thursday. We're on a Thursday because we've got some uh, odd uh, scheduling coming up. We've got 4th of July on the next Wednesday, and we had some issues yesterday. And then it's Comic-Con already. So, uh, so July 11th, it's, very, it's, only, it's less than two weeks away. Give I don't it. care. I know you don't. So that's why we have you here as a kind of our control. Pretending. Okay. Good. okay. So to my right is my announcer. Lon Ditched by Comic-Con Lopez. Hmm. And to my left... Nate, just want to clarify that Lon ditched Comic-Con, then got ditched by Comic-Con. <laughs> it's wow. a vicious Costa. cycle. Yeah, who, that's let's partially not point, true. Let's, that's not point true. let's not point fingers. Unless we have to. It's kind of like right. getting dumped by the ugly chick. You know what I mean? So you're eventually going to do it, and then she beats you to it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You're a poet, and you don't even know it. Wow. Mm, thanks, yeah. for, thanks for digging deep on that one. Okay, and across from me, podcast producer. Comic-Con codependent, Rick Brett Snyder. I think that's probably the most accurate thing anybody yeah, so. said about it tonight. <laughs> we could quit at any time, and Lon had the courage to go cold turkey. Stop hurting me. Yeah. I don't. I didn't ever touch that turkey. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. I'm not, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just saying okay. you had the courage to walk away. Oh, that's true. Yes. yes. All right. So we've got, uh, since it is, uh, this will be... Uh, just because of a, a series of, like I said, scheduling things, uh, this will be our Comic-Con preview podcast. We'll be talking about some news about comics, movies, and TV, and trying to figure out how it all ties into what's happening starting July 11th, Wednesday, July 11th, in San Diego. So uh, Doesn't that just seem, like, wrong to you guys? It's too early in July. But Way you know, too early. But the thing, I, I'm, bit, I'm, I'm thinking that... When I first started going, and I think I may have been going before you guys oh, yeah. were, yeah. like 2000. So is that... Yeah, the first year I ever went was 2001. Me. So I think... Uh, so when I went in 2000, it was this early. Hmm. And then they moved they it... They it back. They moved it later because... It was around my birthday. That was... That they was were exactly like, Lon's celebrate. coming, and we got... And Derek's birthday is near there, too. But um, it was... Um, Derek's? Uh, there was a Wizard World... Either or Chicago or something like that. So that For they the were trying to defunct Wizard Magazine. Yes, but Wizard World still exists. In fact, I just saw some reference really? to it on Fox News about World Wizard. Something was doing a <laughs> World Wizard Comic Con. Uh, yeah, so Wizard World still exists. Chicago, one of the Chicago cons is that. Can they technically call it a Comic Con, or does Comic Con have the trademark? Well, right? it's short for Comic Convention. So, sure, but so their organization is Comic Dash Con, isn't it? I mean, Comic Con International. International. So yeah. yes, because the New York Comic Con does call itself New York Comic Con, and that is not not, it, not associated not with a the same Didn't Marvel have that issue a while with the name superhero? Like they're like they they and DC co-own the trademark. Yes. Okay. No one. it probably would not stand up in court, Mm -hmm. but no one wants to go up against Warner Brothers or Disney money now. Oh, how far they have! (laughs) It's sort of like the claim Warner Brothers has on the copyright for Happy Birthday. Oh, the song. They probably can't actually claim it because it was written in the 19th century, but everyone's afraid to take on their lawyers. Mm, not the Boy Scouts. No. All right. So uh, sorry, we, we divert. Di- we did, but digressed. that was good. Well, we talked about legal issues, strangely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so now anyway, you know. anyway, at World Wizard, uh, no, at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, in two weeks, good lord. We'll be talking about some things that will be happening there, as we said. Uh, like looking at what panels uh, people are excited about going to. Because the Wednesday and Thursday events have gone up as, oh, really? as of this writing. This morning. Yeah, yeah went up this morning. Uh, so we don't know yet. I know some of the, fr- of the things that are happening Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We all do because we've been getting the emails telling us, you know, should we block out this time for this panel. So maybe we can say a couple of things that we're excited to see. 
And um, then we got some comics news. We got you know to go out. I think uh, we, we will definitely be talking. You know, the latest. Uh, I just want to mention the latest League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came out, which uh, set in two thousand nine, which caused some controversy. We'll talk about that. Uh, oh. Marvel has renamed an out- upcoming series to match their television plans. Ooh, and no, Na- more like boo. And Nate was upset about uh, some a- Avengers versus X Men coordination editorially. And Spider Man's getting a sidekick. We'll talk about that. And what is Brian Michael Bendis going to do? We go to movies and we know some things, uh, some superhero things. And Disney let leak a lot of serious movie news from their Marvel division. Oh, I haven't heard this. And I can't Warner wait. Brothers let leak an interesting um, animated project that will involve, sort of, Superman and Batman. Oh, I heard about that one. And uh, then we're going to talk about some TV stuff. So, um, And then Lon and Nate, we're going to talk about Avengers... What is that? Avengers, Avengers Alliance, Alliance, the Facebook game. You're so cool, aren't you? You're so good for that game. What was, what was it called again? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sorry that it hurts you that I just <laughs> I don't, don't play it. Um, it's Avengers Alliance. I spent everyone. a lot of money on a PS3 system that um, my son plays mm-hmm. once a month and I haven't played in a long time, mm-hmm. so I just don't have the time. I, I have an iPhone. I have, I have Hanging with friends. Have you played? I don't actually have friends, oh, but God. still. I uh, burnt three hours today on Diablo 3. Oh, okay. Cool. Has okay. anyone played Lego Batman 2 yet? Not yet. No, I was tempted by it. It's only like $29 on the PC. What? On the PC? It's reasonable. It was 39 at Target for the 360. Oh. Okay, well, it's still reasonable. Well, they didn't month. have any in stock. But mm. it's another game I don't have time to play yet, so I'm hoping mm. we'll, we'll get yeah. that too. Apparently right. they actually talk in this one. Yes. They have dialogue. the first time that they have dialogue. Yeah. So... Interesting because Marvel um, Superhero Squad, the online game, had yeah. dialogue for a while, and now that seems to have dropped out. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Files are too big. It could very well be. Um, so let's talk some comics. Oh, and then what creators? Uh, uh, I'll go with this. I think it's probably the most controversial thing of the week is that Ed Brubaker, who is the writer on Captain America, the one who brought Bucky back, and Winter Soldier. Well, Bucky is Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, no, has he's that got his own comic. comic oh, yeah. oh, he has his own comic. Okay, so... Uh, and Captain America and blank. <laughs> is it called Captain America and blank? It's like well, the two it was in Captain one America and Hawkeye. Captain America. Now it's Captain America and Iron Man. It's been Captain America and Falcon. It was yeah. the... Sort of a Captain America team-up book as he right. used to be. Okay. Was it Captain America and Mr. Falcon? No. Okay, good. I just wanted to check. So, like, you could say yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon, but not right. everyone's What about... Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so he has announced that when his arc is finished on Captain America, he is going to focus exclusively, for now, on creator-owned comics. That's what he said. Because so you know why, right? Everybody wants that Kirkman money, you know what I mean? They all want the next Walking Dead franchise. Well, the claim... Oh, I, don't, the, I don't disagree. The, yeah, the claim that he made uh, was... Uh, he did tie it in somewhat to a response to Before Watchmen and the controversy surrounding that, that feeling that, you know, that when Paul Levitz had been in charge at D.C., that D.C. had at least seemed to honor the spirit of the agreement uh, with Watchmen as far as though uh, the trade never went out of print and and Gibbons and Moore never regained control of it, it was still treated as if we're not going to do anything other than print the book. We're not going to use the characters anywhere else. I think there's one issue of the question where Denny O'Neill had gotten permission from, from Alan Moore to make reference to Rorschach, like the question read Watchmen. And, uh, oh, I think I remember and, that. And, and had so, you know, because the question's similar to, obviously, yeah. it was an inspiration for Rorschach. So um, that was one of the things he cited, and that this idea that, you know, J. Michael Straczynski had said, well, Alan Moore had a bad contract, but so did Jack Kirby. And again, and we've talked about that. So how does this relate to Brubaker? That's what Brubaker was citing, is that that's all that was one of the reasons that he's going to focus on creator own because he says the companies are just not really going to, you know, you're working on somebody else's character. It will always be somebody else's character. And a couple of artists for Marvel, high-profile ones uh, that are on X-Men, and unfortunately, since I really haven't read X-Men in a while, I had not really seen their art, have decided to, that they, too, are leaving and going to focus on creator own because the industry is not to them is not going to take care of them if their work is all on right. some character that they don't get a piece of. Right. Because actually, maybe you caught that last week the co-creator of Static uh, died at forty-seven or forty-eight, uh, and was basically Hero Alliance had to pay for his funeral. Mm-hmm. He had no money. He wow. was, well, why don't know, they? Why don't they do like what Rob Liefeld does? And just jump on a book and then create a bunch of 
cool characters that everybody else is going to want to steal, and then you just collect those residuals the whole time. I don't know if Rob Liefeld does get residuals for that. He created Cable, Deadpool. No, I know, but I don't know that he gets he residuals mu- he for He must it. get something. I don't think so. I, mean, I can't imagine Marvel has... I don't know. They, they remember that Levi's commercial? They're like, you created X Force. No, 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 no. It's known that he created them, but I don't yeah. think that he that there's anything legal in place. You would. You I've would think can, he'd get I a talk, little something. I, something? No, that's up to the up to whoever's in charge at any it's given work time. For hire. Like yeah. my understanding, say that mm. uh, what I've heard, and, and it's why I think Paul Levitz is regard whether you agree or disagree with things he's done, like books he's had shredded and so forth. He always made sure that he was fighting with administration to give kickbacks. Like uh, Len Wein created Lucius Fox, and when he showed up in Batman Begins, Paul Levitz made sure that Len Wein got like $45,000 and a little kickback. No, that's not bad. But it was not a, something formal in place. It was more like a courtesy that, you know what, Morgan Freeman would not have this role if you hadn't created that character back in the 80s. So when Paul Levitz left... A lot of creators, older creators, felt like, uh, you know, this is... There goes our advocate. There goes our advocate for this mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so, and I honestly, other than now Bendis, you know, the architects, as you say, the architects of the Marvel Universe, which Ed Brubaker was allegedly one of them, um, that they're part of that brain trust on the movies. So they're getting parts of the movies because the movie studio is paying them oh, that's to good. be consultants. And that is good. So if you're part of that, you're getting a percentage. You're getting a percentage. But you right. don't get that until you pay your dues and write on a character that's already established. Right, but, well, if, yeah, you, but sure. if you actually, well, you know, Kirkman uh, got, you know, circumvented that completely. Just, let's, let's just Kirkman say wrote a good book, but he also got lucky. Yeah, no, absolutely. He did, yes. So that's, I mean, not everybody can have the same success. I mean, there's a million other creator-owned books out there that aren't getting TV shows and... Right, whatever. right, right, right. And, that, and that's true. It, but is it worth the gamble or not? You know, that's... You never know. Because I don't know what Rob Lee... I mean, Rob Liefeld, you know, certainly when that commercial uh, that what Spike Lee did that for yeah, Nike... Yeah, yeah. Um, Levi's. Oh, Levi's, Levi's. And uh, I just remember Rob Liefeld drawing Spike Lee as a superhero with a camera on his head. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> that... But that was at the... When Image was starting, and so Rob Liefeld... You know, pretty smartly did also license like crazy. Youngblood was not much came of it, but he got a lot of development money. I think there are some exceptions. Didn't uh, Mick Gray do the inking on the Joker, Brian Azzarello book? Yeah, he gets royalties he on gets that royalties graphic on novel. That, yes, even he does. He didn't create any characters in that book. There's royalty for the sale of that book, right? But what I'm saying is, it's not if the Joker appears somewhere else. You, you don't get money. Maybe right. not going to get any money for that. You know, so sure. as long as that particular book is selling well. What about Cesar Romero and the Joker's mustache? That's a really... Does he get you know, jewels for that? Well, he's dead, but... Uh, uh, his family. But uh, interesting that you should say that because, again, we talked about this, that the 60s Batman TV show Image, image Rights just got released. No. So that this is the first time that someone can actually put out a product with Cesar Romero as the Joker in it. So with I don't mustache. know how... Yeah, with the oh, mustache. Okay. I don't know how that's going to play out. Is that owed to somebody besides our... You know, Warner oh, Warners will find a way to put money in their pocket. That's all. Uh, it's... Yeah. Really? Come on. Yeah. I don't know that there's a big Cesar Romero estate, but we'll see. Um, the guy was Latin. He's he got was. like 14 kids probably, so... Uh, I don't know. I yeah. He might have been gay. Oh. <laughs> so... So maybe one kid. Maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, what was it suddenly a limitation? Um, so anyway, uh, that's it. And then speaking back to Alan Moore, he released the latest edition of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. What? 2009. How did I not hear about this? It just came out yesterday. Did you? I didn't go to the shop yesterday. Okay. But it, was, it, it did get released in England uh, two weeks earlier. And, uh, it so be- wait, you said it's, it's set in 2009? Yes. With literary it's been, mo- it's been moving forward in time. So uh, wait, can I guess who's on the team now? You, it's, it, you can the guess. The vampire Lestat. No. Nope. Um, wait, I'm trying to think of characters from the last, like, 20 years. Well, a lot of them have been the characters. Jason Bourne. Over. Jack Burton. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> let me think. Uh, Snake Plissken. No, that's that's not... I'm thinking... No. Literary, literary Mina characters. Harker's. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's Harry really, Potter. It's the cha- it's the team as it was. Harry a, Potter. A, That'd be awesome. Uh, Harry Potter is the villain. 
awesome. Harry Potter weird. is the Antichrist in nice. this, and that's why it was controversial because a lot of conservative newspapers in um, wait the same England. papers that were calling that movie anti-Jesus because it was uh, witchcraft and stuff? Well, they were then saying that Alan Moore agrees with them that Harry Potter is the Antichrist. But now that I've read it, I think that he actually made... I'm not positive, but the way Kevin O'Neill draws him, I think that he made Harry Potter Grant Morrison... And uh, Grant Morrison and Alan Moore do not like each other, nice. so um, it was kind of a funny shot. But oh, wait, how can... Okay, he could use the old characters before because they were all in public domain. How right. can he use a character like Harry Potter and He's get away never with it? named. He's never oh, named. It's well just then. obvious. He a scar on his forehead. He has a Band-Aid where he has nice. dug in and, and cut it Good out. Lord. and. Uh, Nice. And then they go to the uh, train station, and he's killed everyone on the on the train, and so it's like this just engine that's made of fused corpses now. Does he have an owl? Uh, I did not see the reference to the, the owl, but you could see. Um, Does he have glasses? Circular. No, they're gone. Style. They're gone. So it's just it's just obvious. He magically fixed his because pattern. in the last one in 1969, the previous volume, uh, they had they had stopped. Uh, Oliver Haddo, who was their version of Aleister Crowley, from creating the Antichrist, and instead he'd possessed Tom Riddle. So if you knew who Tom Riddle was, that you know he'd gone to become a, a teacher at what was like Hogwarts. So it is kind of funny to just see all the you know digs at Harry Potter, but the defense is he's more talking about commercialism because the thing is it's like you won't die. Why won't you die? Why do you have to keep appearing in media after media? <laughs> and so it's kind of so who's on the team then? It's Orlando. Uh, who was from a, that uh, stupid ABBA TV? song? No, that's Fernando. Oh, sorry. No, Orlando is uh, created or, by Virginia Woolf in the early part of the 20th century. Uh, it's a woman who can be who changes genders. She's he she changes genders and has been at every at every war. So he's like the history. he she's like the Mister Hyde then character. Um, no, she just changes savage. like. Changes gender. Changes, into a man. Changes gender depending on what is necessary at any given time. Interesting. Uh, Mina is there, and Alan Quatermain comes back. He'd what? Away at the, at Zombie the Quatermain? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. no. See, so you only saw the movie. You haven't read the books, have you? How is it? You how is he alive actually, in 2009? Because they're all immortal. Because oh, they're literary characters. They're extraordinary gentlemen, Lord. James Bond was in the Black Dossier, but was revealed to be uh, uh, insane. So, M so is, this doesn't exist in the real world, then? No. No, just like never Spider-Man. Did. You haven't read any of the books, have you? No, I read the first two, and I assumed they were just fantastical stories, but it exists in a universe based in real life. No? no. Well, in his defense, they, the characters are closer to their own times in the first book. Yeah. Right, right. They are. And then... And, then the, the, and there the, have been several where they've moved forward. In, in the time. Black Dossier, everything went insane. <laughs> I read the yeah. Black Dossier. A lot of people bought it and didn't read it, and DC yeah. bobbled the release of it, and so that's getting re-released as well in England. Oh. I don't know if we're going to see it with the... I think it the, exploded a few heads, and that's why... They, I think the uh, the way that... So basically then, Alan Quartermain, who exists in his own literature... Yes. But his own literature talks about him in, what, ter- before the, before the, the turn century. of the century? He's or? a 19th century character, so yes. in his own literature, is he ever written as an immortal? He's Actually, in, kind of. Yes, he's in search of the... Aisha. Aisha. This, this goes... Uh, okay. I mean, and we, have talk, right. and we have talked about this on the podcast before, that Alan Moore was stealing what is in literature called Wold Newtonism, uh, started by Philip Jose Farmer, in which all literary characters coexist in the same universe and do twists and turns to try to make it make sense. And so that's what League of Extraordinary Gentlemen doing. Um, Titan Books is currently re- reprinting... The Kim Stanley, uh, not Kim Stanley, it's just Kim Newman, uh, not Stanley Newman. Um, Kim Newman's two uh, volumes, a- Anno so Dracula, which will have oh, four volumes. Of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first one was called Anno Dracula, set in, ni- in the 19th century, where every literary character that could possibly have been there is there. And uh, then the Bloody Red Baron just got reprinted, and then it'll go into um, Dracula, Cha Cha Cha. And they're also reprinting all the Wold Newton, Philip Jose Farmer books. Oh, I haven't seen those yet. So yeah, you? they're beautiful books, so too. They're, they're oversized paperbacks. All right. So let us move to more things that are going to make Nate intrigued and upset. Oh, About time. First of all, uh, Marvel was going to create a Hulk team book written by Jeff Parker, who's kind of a name we haven't talked about for a while. Uh, but he had done. He was the guy who actually wrote the first title of uh, first books under the title X Men First Class. Which he also a, took over for 
terrible Jeff Loeb on Hulk. <laughs> right. So and they're they going to give him a book. book. They're going to give him a book. And that book is uh, was, I don't know what it was going to call be called, but it was going to be. Avenging Hulk, like uh, Avenging Spider-Man. I thought it was Smash Squad. I know, now it's going to be. They're reach, retitling it to Hulk, Hulk, and the Agents of Smash to match the animated series that's coming. So at least now I understand from looking at it. So maybe what the cartoon is going to be like is for uh, it's going to be the same book. It's going to be the same book that it was always planned to be. They're just changing the title. You know well, what I always liked about Hulk? It was, was just one of them. His ability to work with others. You know what I mean? Like that's like if you really know the Hulk character, it was always you know he loves to team up. He his. just loved to team up with people. You know, and I think this this book is really going to tap into that energy and explore Hulk that. Yeah, so you know I mean? Red Hulk's in it. Who else would be on that team? Oh, Blue Hulk, A-bomb, Yellow Hulk, Red no, no, She-Hulk. Don't, don't confuse it with Green Lantern. Oh, uh, yeah. Black Hulk. She-Hulk. She-Hulk, Red She-Hulk, Red A-Bomb. Hulk. A-Bomb is good again then? Or good? Yeah, A-Bomb is good. That's I Rick see. Jones. I don't know. So I know it's yeah. Rick Jones. Abomination, but, bad. But the A-bomb, last good. story that I read was the first appearance of A-Bomb, and I went... And he seemed bad in that. So uh, he may have been controlled by the intelligentsia. Oh, I forget about the intelligentsia. Uh, maybe they'll bring Korg back, the rock guy, Scar, from Planet Hulk. Scar. Could, you know, Scar is currently on the Dark Avengers, aka the Thunderbolts. Yeah, but I mean, okay. I Scar mean, would be the son, Scar the son of Hulk son of from Hulk. from uh, Planet Hulk, right? Son of yeah. Hulk, who's Star technically only two years old, right? I, I think it is something like something like ridiculously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and isn't there more than one son of Hulk? Yeah, the other one I don't remember his name was terrible, terrible story. Okay, good lord, I'm sorry. No, There's another one in a novel. Peter David wrote one, of what Savage Beast, and there was a son in that one too. That he was hoping was going to get into mainstream continuity. So the Hulk has three kids. Yes. None of that he knows of. None of whom he takes care of. Oh, well, he's what the Hulk. I got to go with Lon on that one. Did you think that the Hulk was going to be a great family man? Uh, I'm just saying. Okay. Um, you Baby know, daddy. It's a cycle. That <laughs> He was abused as a child. He knows that if he's a father, he might you know pass that. That cycle. Oh, so you're saying he's he's doing it for the better. He's of the doing children. it for the betterment of the children. Because you know, Scar has really turned out pretty well. That's what they all tell themselves. Scar's a good kid. Scar's a good kid. He's ended up with it's the Dark Avengers. It's not you. It's me. Mm-hmm. How about uh, other things to upset Nate? You uh, emailed us earlier this week about the Avengers versus X Men coordination still. Yeah, I think we did kind of rant about week. that, but is, did, did it get worse? No, I, I I read. I'm caught up on it, and I confirmed. Okay, last month so that's pa- what it was. Okay. Last month was particularly bad, especially the character protector and everything that's going on on Cree, and then. Well, it's I, just it's just a mess. It got I better read, this month. I read that this week the Beast quit the Avengers at one point and and said he was siding with the X Men, and then in the Avengers book. He is seen fighting against the X-Men in defense of the Avengers afterwards. There's so. a particularly disgusting scene with the Beast fighting Iceman this week where the Beast is taking bites out of one of the Iceman. Iceman can now duplicate himself through his ice powers. Oh, that's new. And so the Beast is actually chomping on cannibalistic-like chomping on Iceman. Hmm. He's, He's a beast. What do you stop expect? Stop biting me. Stop eating me. It's well, like, you know, animals like to chew on ice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just crunching ice. But I don't remember him. him Plus, have you seen Bobby Drake? Mmm. Delicious. Tall I don't remember glass quitting, quitting Avengers. Wow. <laughs> well, that, color me creeped. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it was announced this week that uh, Spider-Man's going to get a sidekick. Boo. Ooh, that's did you, awesome. Did you read that? Uh, I saw the too? headline and thought, this is not It's good. Webby, right? Well, apparently, no. Uh, Spider-Man and Webby? Uh, Alpha? Ariel? Alpha? Alpha. It's Alpha? Alpha. So Alpha. here's the thing. And it's Alpha, like, beta? And it's like, well, I'm, I can't believe no one thought of this before, and I'm bothered that someone thought of it now is that like peter parker is working in some lab and a high school and a group of high school kids comes through on a field trip and some experiment that peter he works was, in horizon labs who's uh, working at horizon labs and some experiment that he's doing there this kid gets caught in it and gains superpowers as a result of the experiment and so peter feels guilty and responsible so uh he's going to it's like Really? So it's sort of like duplicated. This is the Flash Kid Flash thing, only it's going to be done with a lot more angst. He was Why responsible. He'd tell the kid, don't use your powers. Because he's the alpha Stay out project of, of 
Why don't Peter he just Parker's use experiment? one of Peter Parker's old identities that he created during that one thing? Or are there already uh, still web, people? Web Scarlet Spider's already doing that. Web oh, Slingers, yeah. Yeah, there were a bunch of different Spider-Men. Yeah. Are they still as those characters? No. But, I, mean, I it thought was, some of them came out during Civil War, didn't they? Yeah. There, there, somebody else had... Was Iron Spider during Civil no, War. No, no, no. But somebody else had... had some like other right, Golden right, Age right, hero had right, given right. other kids those yeah. those powers or, the, yeah. or those costumes. No. Well, originally yeah. Spider-Man had took on four different identities. Right. Right. And then some Golden Age hero took the costumes from him and gave, and gave them to... And gave powers to four kids. That was that was not long lived though. That was no, but that was the miniseries Web Slingers. Yeah. All right, trivia so. question: Name all four of them. Go. The Puke, Hornet, fart, the vomit, hor- and turd. The Hornet was one. Hornet was one. That's where I'd end. That's oh, all I can okay. remember. That's all I can remember. Can you name them? No, there was like one in black. That was like the Void or something, or I don't even know. Oh, that's centuries. no. The Void is, is there another one called ago. Slider or Slider? Yes. Was there one that was Slider? Yes, there was. Had sliding powers. If you know, he could move furniture like no one's was business. Was there one called Recluse, like the brown recluse? No, don't no. look it up. We're going to send, if those of you at home, if you know without looking on Google, right in you can name them. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. Honesty is the best policy. Absolutely. Don't Google it. Do not Google it. If you know, if you're sitting at home going, you guys, it's this guy, this guy, this guy, and that guy, then write us right now. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. Yes. And tell us what it is. And do not cheat and use Google, because we'll know. We'll see it on your ISP, okay? Just just know. We'll track you. Thank you. Okay. Go I, ahead. I think they got Rick the point. Rick knows how to do that. Rick I think used to work at Microsoft. He could figure it out. Oh, he's tracking you now. Mm-hmm. Stop that. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, then... Yeah, we know what you're doing in your other window while you're listening to this. And the... You can't project on everyone what you do. Uh, that uh, the probably worst kept secret uh, about Avengers vs X Men is at the end somebody's going to die. Bendis was going. Brian Michael Bendis was going to leave Avengers, and it was like, "What's he going to do now?" Well, he gets to launch an X Men book. Duh. Yay. He's switching it over and changing, really? and he's going to do a biweekly X Men book. Yeah, biweekly. Right? Is that every other every, week? Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yes. Twice a month. Twice a month. That's biweekly, right? Yeah, I think. Semi-weekly? It's the way the comics... Uh, That's what they... It may not be literally what... It's like... I think they used to call it bi-monthly. Oh, no, no, bi-monthly is every two months. Every two months, yeah. Okay, bi-weekly. kids, let's go back to the to the, to the 70s right. when that's what we... But bi-monthly uh, we was wrong. It wasn't... Right. used that wrong. Right. It's okay. Yes, okay. So, whatever. Point is, he's got that book. So, um, although we can't ask him about it at Comic-Con because he has retired from conventions. That is the lamest thing ever... When was the last time he went to Comic-Con? Because every time I've been there, they're calling him on the phone. Oh, hey, can we talk about this? Oh, hey, can we talk about this? <coughs> calling him on the phone, but he's not been there, right? Yeah, right. He was there it's always Casada No, he just says he just says that if you go to if there are so many conventions now that if you go to uh, to the one to all of them, you are getting away from with I all the other things he's doing. Up. You're getting fr- away from doing your uh, things right. that. That you're being asked to appear at a convention for, you know, so you know who uh, he's just retiring to, from all of them. You know, you know who goes to a lot of conventions and uh, still writes awesome stuff. Who? Mark Wade. Uh, Wade hasn't gone to Comic Con for a few years. Well, he goes to other conventions. Yeah, he go, does go to the East Coast because that's where he is yeah. now. Okay, <laughs> he's living on the East Coast uh, in a small town. I sat on a plane with Matt or Mark Wade once, and I was able to tell him loved Kingdom Come. I, I sat sat in a Carl's Jr. with him once. Oh, you told me that story before. Yeah. So how how never mind. Okay. What did you have at Carl's Jr. that night or day? <coughs> did you have a six dollar burger? I know a Western bacon cheeseburger. Ooh, Western bacon yeah. cheese. Mm. Yeah. And of course we're you know we're talking about them because of course they are doing a huge amazing Spider Man uh, push push and they've got toys and they are the you know I mean you've got the amazing Spider Man and what are they giving away wristbands and target paper targets Yay. that you can shoot things flick a thing at. Um, it's like wow. Can we? This is off topic. <laughs> but Nate, really? Nate just had a really pained face. <laughs> Why do the web shooters light up? What? The ones in the movie? In, in the, the movie? movie? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what you're talking about. In the previews, you, every time he shoots off the web shooters, there's little flashes of light on his wrists. Because the web shooters are lighting up when he shoots webs. I, I don't know. 
Because it looks cool. No, it doesn't. It's a photochemical reaction of the webs. I am not going going to disperse. I am not going to see Spider-Man until Monday. Monday, So so such a long wait. Sorry, Derek. No, no. I'm just saying I don't have an answer for you because (laughs) I hadn't noticed that. And uh, maybe we'll know after you see the movie. Which which bothers you more? Web shooters that light up. Or web shooters that come out of his wrist. Web shooters that light up bother me more than... Really? Yes. Really? Than organic yeah. web shooters? Than organic web shooters, yeah. Wow. It really does. When really, if his web shooters had become organic, they should come out of his butt. Yeah. I yeah, made no, that joke I, 20 years ago. And so did Brian Michael Bendis in the pages of Alias. I made it first. Okay. I, I, that On the good. podcast. Uh, the podcast doesn't predate Alias. Yeah, it does. So I will believe you that you made that joke 20 years ago because I think a young Lon Lopez... Was had that well, no, same well, finely evolved no, sense of humor that you have now. <laughs> Organic Web Shooters was the first movie. Did we not? Were we not doing podcasts when that movie came no, out? No, that was ten years ago. Okay, then I made that joke with my friends. Then yes, I'm sure because the the because uh, <laughs> I was making the argument that Organic the, uh, Web Shooters sucked. I I don't even call it the first official podcast, but the first official podcast predated Superman. you, and it was Superman Returns. Superman yeah, Returns. yeah. That but, was I mean, that was Spider-Man? like a five minute. That was like, oh yeah, that was long after Spider Man. Okay. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay. Superman Returns. Yeah, that was around the time I got into the con life. Oh, how about, <laughs> are you happy? Which was, I think, the funniest thing about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen 2009 to me was if you look in the background, it's a, it's a you know it's a fictional universe because it's clear that uh, Warner Brothers knows what to do with its DC properties because there are references to, like, there's an Aquaman movie franchise, so it's oh. Aquaman 2, one mm. is this Quaman. You only see part alternate of it. Reality. Uh, alternate reality. Alternate reality. It's fictional because DC actually did something right with their characters <laughs> in the movies. Because Warner Brother made a good superhero movie. <laughs> so that wasn't the Batman, Batman film. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so let's talk about movies and Comic-Con because that's where the um, you know where most of the attention is and why most people can't get into Comic-Con is because they are uh, courting so many, so many studios and so many studio people are coming. So... Um, Disney announced that they will be uh, they will be presenting on Saturday night. Did you just lead in the idea that eventually Comic Con will just be a bunch of theater people? No, no not theater TV, people, not group, theater movie people, people movie presenting people. to each other. I think it may be. Eventually. It'll be like I, E3. No, I have heard, no. and honestly, I have heard some rants, and I don't want to talk about it on air. I, you know, but just say there's a lot of unhappiness in corners that I was not expecting. I'm happy about Comic Con. I have so much trouble believing. No, that. no, you, I accept that you are unhappy, but uh, but I mean, from pa- from people that I'm. I'm surprised at who is upset. I'm not surprised why once they've explained it, uh-huh. but uh, but it is clear that like the studios are being courted. Uh, but why not? Because that's what's getting the attention. Sure, I said. understand the unhappiness, but let's be honest: there are a hundred and what thirty thousand people down there. Yeah, maybe a few hundred are studio people. Come on. Well, no, they take up right. big blocks, and people are, and, and then the dilettantes are going because they don't care about the comics; they want to see no, that's the movie true. things. But it's all you know, the, the hipster nerds. It's not. There's not a lot of real nerds down there, right? But there are a lot of the hipster nerds. But I do want to say, and I think I think it was Lon who first uh, recommended this podcast to me, The Nerdist, by Chris yes. Hardwick, and I have been listening to that. And Patton Oswalt was on, and it's, I'm catching up on way old episodes. But he said, you know, the, the reality is. That everything that's kind of cultish has to go mainstream so that the next movement can come along to react to it. So I think with something like uh, Scott Morse's uh, Trickster, Trickster, that we're seeing the beginnings of that reaction. I don't know what the reaction to Comic-Con is ultimately going to look like. But San Diego can contain it all if that's going to be the case. San Diego can contain it. Sundance handles Slam Dance and whatever else there. And it's just going to go to other parts of San Diego. Because San Diego isn't limited to just the downtown. No, but they've got an ocean on one side. That's true, that but it's out so much. Oh. No, but any other town. Yachtcon. Let's do well, it. There are people yeah. who do show up on boats there. Which is Comic Resources does all their... I don't know. mean a party. I mean, you'd have just tables and booths on whatever, a yacht. And Let's just, rebuild the Titanic. On a yacht. Yeah, and it just drives I'm around. On a boat. Just drives around. Okay. I'll have that playing on a loop. Yes. Mm-hmm. I won't be there. Um, and we won't let any studio people on. Oh, unless they're Andy and Samberg no performing live. Only real, only real fans. Oh, only maybe. real fans get to go to San Diego Yacht Con. Oh my gosh, we have become such snobs. Such snobs. Anyway, Iron Purists. Man Three is going to be because last year 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Zero Marvel. Zero Marvel presence because they saved it for the D23 Boom. convention like three weeks later, uh, which which nobody got into. Which is true. I mean, it was like I I, I don't know who actually attended, who managed to get into that, and yet they friends are friends of the studio. Yeah, yes, so it was very exclusive. I don't think D twenty three that expo is happening again. That was bad uh, PR for them, and so now they will be at Hall H again on Saturday at six o'clock with Iron Man three. Wow! And so uh, we know that um, rumor has it today that Edgar. We do know that Edgar Wright had tweeted. Uh, a, like about a month back, that he was getting ready and hoping to shoot some Ant Man before the end of the year. Why don't you say spoilers on for this? Okay, spoilers on. <laughs> you're right. You're right that uh, that a ma- that a character in Iron Man three, as we remembered, that Iron Man three is getting funded partially by China, by a Chinese uh, studio, mm-hmm. and that one of the uh, characters in Iron Man three will be the original identity of I can't Chen Lu. Is that radioactive man? That becomes radioactive man. Yeah, yes. I think it's Chen Liu. And so the plan would be that that then tie would be spinning. Although the movie itself will be a lot more Iron Man centric, instead of trying to drop clues for the larger Marvel universe, which I think most people would agree is the problem with Iron Man Two. Um, oh yeah, is that um, at least the dropping Chen Liu in there is to set up that's who <coughs> Ant Man would face in. Ant-Man. Why would Ant Man face radioactive man? Because I think he did. Really? Because mm. really, if we did, the only, and this is sad, the only Ant-Man villain that I can think of. Egghead. Oh, that's the second one. I couldn't think of that it's one. Ant-Eater. The first and only solo Ant-Man story I ever read involved the Scarlet Beetle. The Scarlet Beetle? Yeah, it's a radioactive, intelligent beetle. Oh, it's a real beetle. It's an actual it's real beetle. It's not a guy beetle. playing a beetle. No, no, it's not like the blue beetle. It's no, it's a. Because there's a villain called the beetle. So it's right. like Mr. Mind. Yeah, it's kind of like right. a Mr. Mind thing, and so it was logical the same size. And so. I just thought if you're going to do an Ant Man movie, why not? And this might sound cliche, but why not? I mean, it would have to be at least like part Honey, I Shrunk the Kids kind of adventure where it's like he doesn't. He shrunk. He's well, adapting right, because this new when power they did it, when they abilities. did an Ant Man series, he had shrunk himself down and he lost control of his ability to get large. Well, that again. was the original story before they put him in a costume. Was he'd appeared actually in one of the horror books oh. in a story called The Man in the Ant Hill. I had no idea. Yeah, and that's where it came from. And once Stanley realized he that people were buying Marvel superhero comics, he took that character and used the same thing. It's kind of like how Swamp Thing actually appeared. In a horror book, first in a one-shot story set in the 19th century, and then they went, "Oh, we like that. The people like that story, and let's move it right. forward." And so, so how do you think they're going to do it? Though, are they going to do Pym particles, Pym gas? What do you think? All of the above. I think because the animated series uses Pym particles, like right out right out the gate, the Avengers. Uh, yeah, Earth but Heroes. Avengers Earth Minus Heroes is canceled. Yeah, I know. So I'm sorry. I didn't throw mean, that out the window. I, di- I, I, I didn't mean to. Uh, but the Pym particles sound more that. feasible from the standpoint of gas, really. It's you breathe it in. And yeah. Well, sorry, gas. I shrunk. Yeah. Um, that's that weird. would come out of Ant Man's butt too. Exactly. Yeah. Way to bring it around. Mm, that's uh, a callback. So we'll see. Um, and then uh, we know that Disney is, of course, bringing Tim Burton. I think it's the second time Tim Burton's been there. He was there for Alice in Wonderland. He's coming back for Frank and Weenie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has he? Is he on the way down now, or is he doing okay? Tim Burton. What do you mean? I don't know. What he do you mean? He was a producer on, uh, what's it called? John Abe Gardner? Lincoln, wasn't it? Uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire. And how did that do this last weekend? I didn't actually oh, see. I, uh, I watched it. Did you was like it? Uh, it definitely was hit and major miss when it missed. Oh. I, I'll go along with that. That maybe is why is the problem I had with it. Like, I wanted to enjoy it more than it. I would watch a sequel. Okay. It wasn't Ghost Rider bad. It was just eh. Grover Cleveland Vampire Hunter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Would explain the non-consecutive. Benjamin Franklin Werewolf Stalker. Mm, see, that's a prequel. I know. Okay. No wait. You can do that. JFK Zombie Killer. Mm. In no, he is the zombie. Oh. Uh. Um. Does he have anything to do with that? Uh, what's that other claymation movie that's coming out with the boy who's dead? Paranorman. Paranorman. Is he? Uh, no, it's that? A, uh, he is not involved in that, but it's the same producers of Coraline. And see, that's oh. the that's the kind of the connection is that Henry Selick, who um, directed Son? directed Nightmare Before Christmas, 
which is called Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton just kind of produced those from his ideas. Henry Selleck actually directed them, and he directed Coraline, and then that goes to whatever team produced that But anybody movie. that watches that goes, that's that Tim Burton movie, right? Right. Well, I, I mean, I can see where that's confusion, and they are going to be at Comic-Con, and hopefully we'll be talking to some of the people involved with that, because I, I like the look of that movie. Paranorman like, looked cool. It looks like a really cool mm-hmm. idea. Um, and uh, so I, I'm really into that. They're, but Disney's going to be Frank and Weenie. They're going to bring uh, the great and powerful Oz. The uh, uh, a new Oz Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi is directing. Oh, that's the biopic, though, isn't it? No, no, no. It's not. That's a it's new Oz story. It's sad. It's James Franco as a young wizard. How he gained his power, his foothold in Oz. How he took over oh, the the country. Yeah. You they, know what's great about that, though? Oh, wait a minute. There's going to be huge midget casting calls going around in L.A. So they prefer little people. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it, and it is with a screenplay by David Lindsay Abair and uh, who? What's his name again? David Lindsay Abair. He's uh, wait, wait. David he, Lindsay. Period. Abair. Lindsay. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. Lindsay Dash Abair. He was nominated <laughs> last year for an Academy Award for his uh, movie with Nicole Kidman, Rabbit Hole, which is based on his play. Oh, okay. So you know, he's a Pulitzer Prize winning playwright. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't. So, Correct me if I'm wrong. I will. But the wizard in the Wizard of Oz wasn't really a wizard. No, no but no. he was a he was a con man. He was a con man. Right. So it's James Franco is the con so man James conning Franco, everyone. Young con it's the prequel. Man. Yes, it's the prequel. You're going to see the wizard con everybody to make them think he's a bad. And he took the role that Robert Downey Jr. was originally cast and Ugh. planning to do it, and then stepped o- and stepped out for but whatever see, I reason. That was for. Wait, did they already do a Frank L. Baum bio? L. Frank Baum, John Ritter played L. Frank Baum. Yeah. But not in a big screen. So no, not in a big screen one. No, that was a TV I movie. I could have swore they were doing. That was what the. I I wouldn't was. be surprised if someone wasn't trying to develop that because mm-hmm. Oz. Is, there's like an animated Oz project coming too with uh, Leah Michelle from Glee is going to play Dorothy and. Uh, uh, yeah, because that, wow. that I think they're supposed to be a comic. No, mm. there's no such thing as. Uh, New stuff that's being. If only there was like a comic or something with like a Dorothy in it or something. You know what I mean? Like just on her own. There was once. There was. There were several. (laughs) Several. It's not a new idea. Well, I mean, then maybe it could have used like cool like photographs. I know what you were going for. I was trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's okay. She'll never hear. Someone's just winding up kicking the hornet nest. Uh, oh, the hornet. That was one of the uh, slingers. Um, slingers, so, that's what they were called. Yeah, not, not yeah, sliders. Yeah, not, not, okay, slingers, yeah. Sliders are delicious. I don't get those. It depends on where. We'll about that's those true. Yeah. Some of them can be delicious. And then uh, there's going to be an Expendables 2 panel. Yes. So, uh, oh, I'm so mad at no, you guys. But apparently Schwarzenegger's going to be there. Yeah, is that's that what, oh. that's what it says. Surprise. Um, and I believe we, uh, Nate and I are scheduled to have dinner with him, aren't we? No. p.m. on Thursday night. Dinner with Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. As long as as Dolph won't be there. Uh, Dolph is there. Dolph's going to be there. Yeah. 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 Um, Is Van Van Damme going to be there? Yeah, I think think Van Damme is on the list. Stallone is on the list. I hate you, Comic-Con. Kung Lee is going to be there. Wait, is Kung Lee in this? I don't know. He's going to be at Comic-Con, though. He's always at Comic-Con. Not always. He was there last year. For one reason or another. last year. No, so, I remember walking right behind him <laughs> to the convention. Why didn't staying you tell in our same hotel. I was walking behind Dave Batista last well, year. So we anyway, we'll see. Well, you know, we'll see what we can get out of that. I haven't seen anything for the expense. Like I haven't gotten any press uh, invites, opportunities for that. Like to even. I mean, it's not like I'm saying they're not emailing us and saying, "Hey, would you like to interview Schwarzenegger?" Yes, but they will. Um, they're usually, they're saying this is not a guarantee, but we might have a press conference and a red carpet event. Would you yeah, like to attend they, that? Absolutely fantastic! I totally they did that, that for the first Expendables, and they wouldn't let us in. So, so well, you know, now well, you you're know not what? going, this so they Expendables might. No, you put it in. They, yeah, but I put your name in, so they oh. they did <laughs> a web problem. search. They knew it was me. Yeah. <laughs> they knew it was you. I was trying to be honest about it, and I think that ruined everything. I, you know, well, I'm not expendable. Maybe that's why. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah. So let's uh, turn to uh, some things that uh, Disney did leak some uh, Marvel movie news beyond that I don't think we'll 
be, and people probably ask him about it at Comic Con is that uh, Latino Review is claiming that they have evidence that Guardians of the Galaxy is a go, which I think we've talked about before. As but a cartoon though, as a as no as a as a live action film, oh. that's one of the mystery things. So, and I assume it's the newer version of Guardians of the Galaxy, not the one set in the future. So it's the one with the Rocket Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Awesome. But the first, they are going. They have confirmed that they have a director attached and are moving forward with an animated Marvel film. Which will be a Disney animation project? It's Pixar. It, yeah, no, crossover. it's not. Uh, no, it's not Pixar. Or Pixar was not mentioned in what I read. Mm. So I just say uh, this is the project that I heard about when is I it? interviewed. Did you really? Say, and you didn't say anything? I thought you thought it was Gardens of the Galaxy. No, I was not told what it was. I was told there's a top secret thing. That well, Disney this top secret has been leaked, and it is. If you could guess what project would seem perfect. For Disney animation first. Are we talking 3D animation or 2D animation? Well, everything's going to be 3D animation, regardless. So if we say it's CG, if we say it's like Pixar. What Marvel property? Yeah. Anything but the one that it actually is. Uh, uh, I would guess that you're never going to guess what it is. Yes. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Just just give me a hint. Is it kid-friendly? Um, it could be. I honestly don't know because I never read it. Oh. So it's gonna say it's like, a Marvel standard character. Uh, it is related to a Marvel standard character. It is being collected in a trade paperback and was largely overlooked huh. when it had it did have a miniseries. Amazing Man. Oh, that's DC. Oh. Uh, I will I'll give you another hint. It is tangentially related to the X-Men franchise. But in Mojo? Such a, but in such a... No. In such a way that... Because I think Fox would still Powerful own the rights Pachyderms? to Mojo. Okay. No, Power Packers. That'd power be pack awesome. Terms? No, it so wouldn't. Not. Wait, wait, okay, let me think. And it's not X-Men. Power Pack, though that would... Power Pack would have been cool. I can't believe that nobody's tried that. The gen- not the X-Babies. No, um, it's in regular Marvel continuity. Okay, let me think. Let Tangentially... Me think. Re- the word big is in the title. Yes. that's where, Now we're playing like Jumble or something here. <laughs> big and... Blank a doodle And there's an O. <laughs> yes, it is. I have no idea. Okay, and even if after I said, I don't know that you'll have an idea. Big Hero Six. Oh, I was going to say the Japanese one. Yes, you're uh, right. The Japanese super six. team. How's that tangentially correct? Because they work for Sunfire. Oh, that's really a tangent. Well, they don't work for him. That he they, he's, they're they're he was the their leader for a while. Yeah, but they? yes. So uh, he was attached Why to them. Was they want to go the anime style or something, or don't know. No, just do, do but, standard. CG but apparently, their headquarters like under an amusement park, so you could see where that would be like a fun place to create. But they're sequences. all Japanese. Well, it's going to be so, whitewashed. Oh, sort of the power uh, maybe literally. I don't know. Oh, oh, who knows? Like Akira. We don't because that was, was such a great say. idea. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Keanu Reeves is going to play Sunfire. Oh, okay, uh, good. Uh, nothing beyond we know that they're going through. And then Nicholas this Cage is going to do because he already knows how to set his heart, head on fire. I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, that's really happening. Big Hero Six, the animated film. Yes, somebody's high over there. High. No, I could cool. see it being fun. And then it, it, and okay, really name one character. I can't. Thank you. But the thing is, you have to you have to figure they're looking at the toy franchise too. Name yeah. one car before Cars came out. You didn't know any of them because it wasn't out yet. Chevy. No, but Cars wasn't based on an established. It's based on the Chevron team. ad. Yeah, it's based on a property. But the thing is, it's so it's obscure enough that Disney could market it in such a way that. Wait, oh, wait, wait! <laughs> wasn't Disney going to do Seal Team Six too? They did buy the rights to it, uh, but they maybe they just like teams with six in the name. Maybe Bionic Six. Oh, I would. Do, I would Secret watch that. Secret Six. Oh, that's wrong. Wrong universe. But uh, Warner Brothers is developing a CG film with the Lego franchise. I heard about this, Did and I don't say, know how I feel about it. Okay, so let's let's talk about it. So I don't know if, if Rick knew this, and I think at dinner, Nate, you had not heard about it yet. Uh, something goes wrong, like the Lego creator, and there's uh, a, a character, I think... The Lego of, creator? Sort of like, well, you know, because they... So like, like even the now on the... Legos um, are made? Or? No, 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 like... Um, that, that this is now an option. I, I don't know if you've been playing the video games that Lego creates. Uh, no, not ta- uh, I can't remember the name of the of Jeff the, Lego. Jeff Lego. No, that if you achieve a certain score and you go to lock, then they have a Lego creator mode. So the kids are getting used to this idea that they can like build their own landscapes and put up their own. 
uh, obstacles and and suit it to them, and then play that level. They can essentially build their own levels. They can build their own levels. So it's like Excite Bike. Okay. So uh, apparently, yes, something goes exactly wrong. Exactly like Excite Bike in a thirty years ago in a Lego based universe where everyone, every the entire population are Lego people. Uh, but this is kind of clever. So uh, while this guy is trying to fix whatever's wrong in the Lego universe, he's going to run across Lego Batman and Lego Superman. Okay. And they have been cast. And Lego Batman will be Will Arnett. Okay. And Lego Superman, though I don't think he's confirmed, but they've said this is who they want. And I don't, I'm going to go with Lon here. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> Channing Tatum. So we're just talking voice Wait, actors, I think, aren't we? I, yeah, I think yeah. Rick just threw up in his mouth. Uh, I mean, I know you haven't been feeling well lately, no. but I, I think we pushed you back under my, the weather. My soul was that was that your inner ear just completely going? Rick was threw that vertigo? up in his soul. I will be able to walk for a little while. <laughs> Rick, okay, I'm kidding. It's Matthew McConaughey. I can't even do it. Um, oh, okay. Wait a minute. Speaking of Channing Tatum and Matthew McConaughey, Magic who's Mike? going to see Magic Mike this weekend? You are. No, I'm asking which one of you guys. Uh, no, I'm not. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, I got Come too, on, I got too busy truth. this week. I skipped the screening, too. I totally forgot. Oh, really? You I did? I did. I did. I was or did so you see it and not want to tell us? I've heard it's really Saw actually it, good. Loved it. Mm. That it's not what you think from the trailers. You should have sent me and Nate. To review that, you film. know what? I should have. I'm sorry. That would have been hilarious. You that would have been awesome to have. Oh my god! And yet, probably would have lost us a, the a lot of listeners. The movie will be awesome if it's really an SNL Chippendale sketch, hour and a half long, starring no, Channing Tatum as Patrick Swayze and Jonah Hill as Chris Farley. Uh, that's not uh, happening. It's not. Oh, though I want you to save that pitch and make it later to a studio head. Okay. You don't need somebody other than. Adrian, Barney, Barney. Uh, uh So um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's there. Now we we go to television, and let's uh, go. Let's uh, let's go. Take it to the set. Well, I will say this is again hurting Lon when he turns back on Comic Con. We did. It does look like we're going to be able to, to sit down with Community. <laughs> really. <laughs> It's it's looking good. Uh, I don't want to curse it, but uh, it's looking Jerks. good. <laughs> it's looking good. Um, the whole cast, Danny. Uh, it's almost everybody seems to be there. Um, Jim Rash is not going to be there. Dean Pelton because he's off filming a movie. Oh, Oscar award winner. Yes, uh, but uh, Joel McHale's going to be there. Danny Pudi's going to be there. Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. Yeah, uh, who who else? Donald Glover. A Donald Glover. Yeah, I just said that. I couldn't understand because <laughs> you went. Aah. I was yawning. I thought it was Frankenstein coming through the creature, just going. I'm putting on the Ritz. Uh, so, um, and, and there's a couple others, and they say, and they say more guests to be announced. So, I think Ken Jeong. I think uh, no, Chevron Ken Jeong will not be there. Chase. Chevy oh. Chase will not be there. I don't think they. I don't think anybody can trust Chevy Chase at an event like that. That's uh, why it's perfect. But the new showrunners will be there. Inspector Space Time. Oh, let's ask him about Dan Harmon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be oh, good. God. That'll go over well. Rick has got the disease from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, Rick no! Very slowly spreading zombie virus, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Damn it. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. That's just what you'd say. Yes. In every movie, that's what they say. Wait, no, I'm fine. Well, didn't yes. you say well, you got a tropical something in your cut or something? Yes, you got That's how it happens in all the zombie movies. Unless it's a monkey bite. Well, there right. was a you? monkey bite. What? <laughs> are there monkeys in Hawaii? No, there are, there are lots of... Uh, Giant spiders. There are lots of feral cats. Okay, so it's a feral cat bite. Okay, anyway... Um, so, community will be there. A lot of Adult Swim things. We'll be we'll be covering that. Um, I think I'm confirmed to talk with. Uh, if you've watched, I've I've been really finding it funny. The Mad Animated series that they I like this do on, it's it's really it's funny. funny. <laughs> it's really funny. So I'm gonna. When is that on? What, what? Um, I know it's on. I I only watch it on demand. Like okay. my son's over. It go. usually just pops on like. Is it like after another popular show like Adventure Time? Because it's like a half hour, or even yeah. like a fifteen minute filler. So it just yeah, some of it's been really clever. That's I great. I watched the uh, when they did the parody of the Iron Lady and crossed over with the Iron Giant, and then they had uh, 
it was odd. Like just it went in directions I just didn't expect, and it, kept, it looks like it's being written by pretty smart, talented, yeah. like comicy people, or you know, like stand-up comic type people because the bits are all pretty well. And then we'll probably out. be getting a chance to sit down with um, producers behind the DC Nation block, including. And I'm not oh, sure. Good. I have mis- I think I may have misunderstood this that they're bringing Teen Titans Go. Was the original show just called Teen Titans, or are they, are they doing a new version of Teen Titans? Well, the, it was always the called Teen Titans. It was. Te- was it always Teen Titans Go? So maybe they're yeah. just putting the reruns in there. Right. But the but people producers from that show, Glenn Murakami, uh, will be there specifically to talk about this. There revival. have been some shorts from the Teen Titans Go with like, that character style. Okay, so I think that maybe they are just going to go ahead and commit to a full half hour yeah. of, of that again. So looking forward to that. Um, you had sad news about Game of Thrones, Rick. You seemed disappointed earlier this week on Facebook. It's only going to start filming just before Comic Con, so unless they, you know, they do like they do like light test footage from it or something, we won't see any. Well, no, you won't see any footage, but that's yeah. they're yeah, just. Yeah, but it's taunting. not airing till next year anyway, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So they are doing a panel, and they did get placed in the Hall H this year. Mm. So uh, that was intelligent. Yeah. Um, so it'll be like all the cast is there, and then Sean Bean's head on a pike. Uh, George W. Bush's George Bush's head on a pike. You know what's funny that you mentioned that, and I listen to the podcast again. It triggered something in my head to where I like remembered watching that at the time, <laughs> and going, "That looks strangely like George W. Bush." And then I just forgot about that it. That may have been the years two thousand to two thousand seven. No, no, no. Okay. I remember seeing that frame when you brought it up last week. It, it was. I didn't really? remember okay. it, and I just went, "Oh, that's messed up." And then when I was listening to the podcast again, I heard you, and I was like, thinking back to watching that, and I was like, "Because I, I haven't that. seen it since." Okay, that's like their explanation. We just had the head lying around. It's like they, so you already made it. They head? have <laughs> digitally altered it now, and so I saw it, like they like like they gave it beasting. They just kind of like mm. did a little Photoshop mm. to pull it out. Yeah, that's weird though, because I remember seeing that and going, "That looks just." It's like on the internet. Bush. It'll never go. Yeah, it's never going to go. They'll never live that down. So, um, yeah, so they'll just be taunting. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I think True Blood stays in uh, in, ballroom, in 20. ballroom Twenty. Walking like Dead is in Hall H, and Walking Dead better be in Hall H. Um, and I don't know. Oh, yeah. I have. Did we see anything about Arrow? Yes, I saw it was on, it's on Wednesday. It's either it? Wednesday or Thursday. I think it's on it Wednesday. It on night. Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay, well, let's today. check that Preview out. Preview night? Preview night. Yep. Uh, because they said there's a big Wednesday schedule thing. I don't know. So that's yep. how big it is. So I kind of want to check out that Arrow thing, mainly because my son learned archery this week and uh, decided that Nate was saying that there is the um, that application that they have online where you can go in and choose the ones you want and it'll get sent to your calendar. Choose the what you the want. Panels. The panels. Oh, the panels. Oh, okay. So the the Comic Con app is up. Yeah. Okay. Which it is uh, go. It is go. That worked. And done. you can you still have your old uh, sign in information is still on there. Oh, wow. uh, but I didn't I have it last it. year, so I'm going uh, to. It'll be new for me this you'll year to sign up. Yeah. Well, I will. May I? Is that okay? You should. I should. All right. Do it's free. We'll see. Is it? And then you can send the link to yourself, and then you can access it from your telephone. Right, I thought that's how I was supposed to do it. It was an app. I'm, what? It's kind of a website. No, it's a web web app that oh. gives you a file that you can then import into your... Oh. I think I, I put mine in my Gmail calendar last year. Oh. Okay. Um, What's your favorite letter of the alphabet? Oh. Oh, great. Um, anyway. Uh, and Nate, speaking of Walking Dead, is a little upset. Uh, I'm very upset, okay. Derek. Uh, we, it's like we keep turning this podcast over to things that are upsetting Nate. Do you have a theme song for that? Things are upsetting, Nate. Okay, I like Absolutely that. Absolutely, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nate, what's upsetting you this week concerning Walking Dead and television? I got an email today. <laughs> Thank and you, Nate Rooney. Rooney. Andy Rooney with the What email. is wrong? <laughs> I don't like it. Now, the email said... So, I get an email <laughs> that says, Hey, if you're an AT&T Uverse subscriber... You're going to lose AMC. Call them and tell them you want to keep it. So I'm like, what the hell is this? I swear I saw this earlier for Dish Network as well. So if you're on Dish Network, you might also be losing AMC. Anyway, I call the number. And confirm with us if you are. You know, Exactly. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. Go ahead. Back to your story. I Nate. call this it's number. Riveting. 855-KEEP-AMC. And it connects me to Uverse after going through a little menu. 
guy picks up. It's basically just you versus, you know, customer service. I said, you know, I heard a nasty rumor you guys are going to be dropping AMC. Is that true? He's like, oh, I don't know. What's your account number? What's this? What's that? Blah, blah, blah. He connects me to another person, a specialist of the channel lineup. A specialist. This gentleman proceeds to tell me. An unpaid intern. Yes. That, oh, yeah, it looks like we might lose AMC. And I go, well, who can I complain to or implore to keep AMC? He's like, oh, call 855-KEEP-AMC. <laughs> and I'm like, that's how I got to you, sir. He goes, oh, well, I mean, he tried to be nice. He tried to be helpful. The guy did a web search and found the same thing. Exactly. Basically, they have no idea how to help. And according to him... We'll know by Saturday whether or not AMC stays or goes. This kind of stuff happens every couple of years. Where exactly. When, I remember when Comcast lost Comedy Central right. years ago. Or they were going to, and they got it back. Yeah. yeah. So basically I went on the Uverse uh, Facebook page and said, you guys cannot drop AMC. And I actually got a response that was, you know, nice enough. And I read a previous response to somebody else's post, and they basically said AMC has raised their their fee of course mm-hmm. to an unacceptable level to Uverse and they don't want to pay it so they're going to drop it it's a negotiation tactic they're both going to go back and forth exactly and i'm like well you and know that what? includes ifc too for those and who, like uh, we the women's it? channel has like bridezilla's on it which my fiance is furious about mm. <laughs> okay like all right. 10 out of the 15 shows she yeah because you want to fan that flame exactly. <laughs> so you know the only losers are us no, no matter what. No, because you're a consumer, you can speak with your money. So exactly, but drop it you the so we either lose because Uverse drops AMC and we have to go find another provider. Uverse has pretty good rates. I'm, you know, uh, or they keep AMC and probably end up charging us more. You call Comcast. You say this is what I'm playing on Uverse. I'm thinking about changing to you. What can you do for me? And they will beat they will that price. They will hook you up. There's they that. will beat and the they'll price. give you a premium channel. They, and you, and you they, say, they I, want, I want it installed at no no additional charge, and I want this many decoder boxes. And you'll get it. Oh, yeah. yeah they're they're very competitive. four shows at a time? I think yes. so. Uh, well, how many, how many TVs do you have? Three boxes. You have three boxes? So typically, each box can record two. Two. Uh-oh. So you only need two boxes. Yeah, but then you have to watch them in that room, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can watch any show I want on any TV and I but can record four at a time. Yeah, but you ain't going to record nothing if you don't have AMC and IFC. Shut and up. Oh, okay. Sorry, man. Yeah. Uh-oh. Anyway. I'm sorry. I guess we'll find out Saturday when I try to turn on AMC and it's not there. How often are you recording four time, four shows at the oh, same time? very often. Really? Thursday's a very a busy day. Uh, Ask him Nate, when he watches them all. Yeah. Nate makes special time to be with us. Mm. So let's not waste it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Avengers Alliance. You know what? The game that keeps on giving. <laughs> the game that keeps all us nerd fanboys liking our Avengers and playing with them and having a great old time. They just announced a new character this week. Nate, this morning. Wanna? This morning. That's mm-hmm. right. Go ahead, Nate. Take the it. Scarlet Witch is available for 90 command points. Ooh, Ooh. In the comics, didn't she just say no more Avengers? No, that was uh, Cyclops. But here's where I think this could be this could be connected to comics. Is she in AVX right now? Yes. yes. Okay. Is she we expecting something big from her? <laughs> yes, yes, eventually. So isn't it weird that she pops up in this game... Yeah, they're going to use her to end the game. The, Ryan, the wrong time. And yes, because even... she is being used to destroy the Avengers. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. There was no tease for this. When yeah, Black Panther just... came, it was like, hey, Black Panther coming soon. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up. Do you like that? There's a Black Panther, com- Black Panther coming. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, they give you a little hint. donut coming. Or like with Mockingbird, you know what I mean? They, they yeah. teased special it. Special ops coming there's, soon. There's a special character you can get. And yeah. we all got excited. And if she don't sing... Papa gonna buy you a diamond ring. That's right. And then all of a sudden, we just open up our Avengers Alliance, and what? You have Scarlet Witch. You have a Thor alternate costume improvement where he opens up with two times might of Mjolnir, and you have a Sif. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> don't go further with that. Oh, oh, okay, yes, all right. Yeah, but so it's penicillin will clear that right up. Yeah. It's very, you know what though? That's typical of 
Scar the Witch because of her chaos powers. She just shows up. She just shows Did up. Did you look at her powers, Lon? I haven't yet. They're so, chaotic. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and thank you for the chaos that you spread. We will hope to impose some sort of order on Comic-Con and hope that everyone has a safe and sane 4th of July in the meantime. In the meantime, until we meet again sometime in San Diego, perhaps... I'm I won't be there. No, Lon will not be there. Lon has forsaken the comic. That's Lon. right. Because they have forsaken me. No, you forsook them first. You know what? If they might have for not forsake, unforsaken me, I don't know how that works. I might have unforsaken them. Well, and, sake, and, and I just would have saked them. There's a there's a lot of forsaking here, uh, but you can write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Until the next time we meet again, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Why are you doing the smooth jazz voice? Why not? Oh, okay. This is Lon Lopez doing the smooth radio announcer voice. And this is Nate, smooth as a baby's bottom costa. It's true. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder. Not very smooth. Reminding you. Oh, that's pretty smooth. Reminding that was pretty you. smooth. It was gravelly. <laughs> Just trying to remind you. He's got a tissue in his hand. I'm reminding you to... Use, Use your, your powers, powers only, only for, for good. good. That's yeah. right. That's a good way to mix it up, yeah. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com.